I'm Hannah Co. Fitman. I'm Catherine Orchards. And I'm Hannah Van der Vest Hazen. And we are The Fuckboy Podcast! <laughs> out there we at the fuckboy podcast delve into some of the most iconic reprehensible and shaggable fuckboys girls and folk no, no one, one is safe who grace our screens novels and history books and ask why 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 on this episode hanako is delving into the world of disney with the villainesses of our favorite childhood films <laughs> and of course we'll be hearing your best listener stories at the end of the episode before we get into all of that, how the bloody hell are we? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good too. I'm wearing lots of layers right now. Are you warm? It's just like lots of sweat. I'm going to be stripping off throughout. Just, just like you did brand. This yeah. is a recurring theme. It is. Really throwing it back to when we were recording in summer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just talking about Rasputin stripping off throughout <laughs> the good old days of my life. Oh, oh, Rasputin. Where is he now? Oh, if you haven't listened to that episode. Please yeah, do yourself favor. Good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm also so sweaty. <laughs> I cycled <laughs> here. <laughs> I cycled here because you know don't want to get COVID, etc. Natural. And um, never doing that again. God, Mm-mm. I okay. don't know what possessed you to do that. Hills, hills. Who man. do I think I am? Mm. Coming out here thinking I can do a 20 minute cycle and not nearly have a heart attack. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> My concern would be getting run over. It's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. The other thing is, and I will say that it's more deadly, is giving yourself the ick about yourself. Okay, I want to <laughs> hear about this. I want to hear about this. I was like, as soon as I arrive, I have to talk about this. I was cycling and being like, if I saw myself, I'd be like, <laughs> that's ick. If I saw you on the roads, I'd be like, that's my spiritual animal. Oh, really? Yeah. What, in my little helmet and everything? <laughs> and struggling. <laughs> struggling. <laughs> So like, like now, there's not so many things I can relate to in this world, but struggle. But that? That is one of them. <laughs> that is one of them. Sweaty, sweaty, sweaty helmet. <laughs> I just kept thinking, this is not how I want to get my cardio in. Mm. That was what was, and it was the longest 25 minutes of my life. I bet, I believe it. Were you listening to a good, good pod, some good music? You no. can't do that, Kat. That's very dangerous. Don't have a death wish. I have a sake. death wish, clearly. I'm like, <laughs> obviously that's what you do. No. Do you cycle? Clearly not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was about to give you a, 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 ru- a rub down. No. <laughs> no. But I can. But I can offer that after we get off this podcast. <laughs> yeah. If you're yes. so inclined. Please do. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Look forward to it. Anyway. <laughs> a talking to? A, a talking down? A talking, a talking down. down. A rubbing. Yeah. A rubbing. I could talk and up. rub at the same time. <laughs> There's some rubbing and some serious hard words being shared. The only times I've ever cycled in London, I have been A, drunk, B, on on an extremely busy road, and C, in between two buses. Do you know what I will say? Classic. I did some cycling on, like, the equivalent of a Boris bike when I was in Ireland, and I was like, these bikes are, like, must be really heavy because I'm Mm. really bad at cycling and I'm really tired after, like, ten minutes. But Turns out, no. (laughs) Just unfit. Okay, okay. Imagine that, but imagine what you're trying to ride is a motorbike, which is 
Yeah. Well, I did. Yes. Like a complete and utter fool. Oh, no. I'm sure you look like a sexy fool. No, yeah. no, no. Surrounded by blokes. I was the only <laughs> girl there. And honestly, it was mortifying. I couldn't even get the motorbike off the stand. It was hell. Yeah. And then I started crying. Oh, Obviously. that's inevitable. But I did ride around the, the car park and I didn't fall over and all the other guys did, so... Oh my God, so why did you end up feeling bad about yourself? Because two nights before I went out and did a ton of things that I probably shouldn't have done. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> and I was taking the effects yeah. of that. <laughs> that combined with the motorbike and my female insecurity was just pure hell. What I will say is... The cocktail. The idea of those men falling off of their motorbikes <laughs> is such an ick. <laughs> Guys, okay, anyone listening, if you want to get over that person and they've really been playing on your mind, just imagine them going to a motorcycle lesson, trying to take off and falling off the bike. <laughs> ick, ick. Uh, it's like that and imagining, this only works for men, but like imagining a man oh, in just a t-shirt. Oh, in just a t-shirt. I, th- I like to think of um, just in boxes bending over to pick something up that they've dropped. Oh, I'd actually be quite into that. Really? Yeah, it doesn't sound too bad. But like no. awkward, like, like, I don't know, maybe there's a squat, they're like in a weird <laughs> position. Just like any kind of ass crack is quite yeah. icky. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Okay, what about if they're wearing just a t-shirt and then they bend over? <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm with you, just a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah and then they're you. just like tiny flaccid oh, penis God. just poking just a, out. A, the ball sack of, of someone who looks... Honestly, 10 years their senior. Ooh. No, long more. Like, 50 years their senior. Oh. Or, like, 50 years their junior. It's one or the other. Yeah. Oh, God. Either way, it's not a good look. No. Look. <laughs> Strong ick. Uh, this should be an advice podcast. And what not really to should. do to give people the ick. Truly. And basically, we just go through every single thing anyone's <laughs> ever done, ever. I love talking about icks. You do. Another thing. You do, don't you? Oh, my God. I it's live one of them. your favourite topics i'd yeah. argue oh yeah it's because i'm discovering new ones both about myself and about people <laughs> constantly it's my life's work actually guys um don't know if if this works as a little feature but i would like to ask you co-star astrology mm-hmm. oh yes 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 <laughs> yeah so they just did a thing of like what people want in a relationship oh and my i God, this is so or like rude. craves not not is this is this rude no, it's not really. It, I sent this to Kath earlier and I was like, I feel sick about how accurate it is and it really upsets me because mine is so boring. <laughs> it's not boring at all. It's, yeah, it's not boring. This? So okay. it's like, okay, what you crave, I'm guessing in a relationship or maybe just in life, right? I think it's probably a thing of being like, when you're looking for a relationship, what are like the three pillars that you fundamentally need the most? Yeah. Okay. okay. And just for anyone who's listening going, what the fuck is CoStar? It's like an online astrolog- astrological website that yeah. gives you like weekly Yeah, it's like an app reading. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you can link you up with your friends, so you can be like, "Oh, cats, Pluto's in Uranus," and therefore you need <laughs> yeah, to be. <laughs> and you're like, "Yes, phase. Yes, I know. I feel it." But it'll be like, "You need to be extra kind to each other this week because okay. the communication's down." Wow, and... that's fun. We should so link our. Cars. No, no, and I will tell you why. Because <laughs> oh, god. oh my god, on series one when we were filming, all of us like got the app all of the core except for abby so on filming season one of winks elliot myself precious and alicia all got co-star and then it would tell us like 
this person's going to be really off with you today. And we all ended up being like really uncomfortable with each oh other God, for like yes. a week because it was being like, it was almost like there was a fifth person there being like, oh she my God, just spreading rumours. Yeah. Oh my I God. Say, I don't stuff. find CoStar very accurate. Every time I get my weekly update, I'm like, mm, no. You should <laughs> Where is this windfall of money you speak yeah. of? <laughs> <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> make me promises okay but basically it's your sun moon mars okay so your sun taurus taurus moon a sag mars come on i mean you of all people will know my mars better than me i can't believe you don't know your mars okay so your sun moon mars your mars is in aries okay cool um what does that mean taurus craves stability yeah Moon, depth. Yeah. Mars, intensity. Yeah. Love That's it. That's so you. It's so good. Stable, but depth and intense. Yes. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, so like good. Cats, what was your combo again? So my sun, moon and Mars are all in fire signs. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> of course they are. And mine is intensity, affection, freedom. That's great. Why? Isn't, isn't that such a fun combination? So fun. Let me let me just let me just pull up mine. Um, oh, no. So mine is. Um, I thought mine is. Oh yeah, solitude, order, partnership. <laughs> oh my god, that is oh my so gosh. dull. No. But also, why am I so weirdly practical? I just why also is that true? That. I, I mean, probably. Unfortunately, conflicting desires. I mean, I think. Say them again. Of solitude and partnership. Solitude, order, partnership. Order, order. Have you ever heard order. a less romantic combination? <laughs> You're just going around the relationship going, order, order. Yeah, and I'm like, leave me leave alone. Leave me alone, order. Okay, I want you to order ride or God. die for me, but also leave me alone. Yes. Very long brand. I mean, I hate it. Just if anyone out there ever wants to date me, I promise I have like one flame within me. I'm not just totally a flame, a single flame. A you single have so flame. much. Your Aries will be in something, right? Oh, yeah, I got an Aries in Uranus, and it's fine. <laughs> and that is why you should date me. <laughs> <laughs> She'll put an Aries in Uranus. <laughs> Only if it asks nicely. Um, anyway, anyway, I just wanted to know. Okay, well, thank you for that. <laughs> Very insightful. Oh my god. Disney villainesses. Strapping in. I really was going to like, okay, I'm gonna sing the Disney theme tune, but What the fuck is that? (laughs) When you wish upon a star face rang down. It's like pure fear. It's because I hate singing. And you're singing into a microphone. And I'm singing going, I'm trying to remember it and also People are going to hear this. <laughs> I'm horrified. But I've started and I can't stop. I've got to come here. I've got to come here. Uh, yes. When you when wish you upon a star. Yes. yes. Okay, but no. This is the dark side of Disney. This is. Disney villainesses, they are wicked, evil, devilish, and camp. Oh, yeah. You've got Cruella dripping in fur, skinning puppies for her fashion collections. Ursula, voluptuous and cunning, collecting Ooh. the souls of lovelorn merfolk. Maleficent, with her black horns, talon nails, and cruel cackle, cursing babies and pricking princesses. <laughs> Yzma, with her spider lashes and purple ruff, poisoning emperors and screaming at Kronk, Wrong lover! <laughs> Honestly, 
best bit in a Disney movie. <laughs> Iconic. They are arguably the highlight of Disney movies. They have all the best jokes, the best lines, and are the most memorable because, let's not beat around the bush, they are the most fabulous. It's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. Okay, but before we get to them all, I want to ask both of you, what are your very first Disney memories? Kath, let's start with you. I think The Lion King was the first one for me. Okay, I I do remember princesses. Like, I do know that they were in there somewhere. But I loved Little Mermaid. Was terrified of Ursula. Mm-hmm. Loved Lion King so much and loved Mulan. But I think that was when we were a bit older. Mm-hmm. Mulan. Yeah. But, oh my God. Me and my brothers just used to watch Disney films all the time. Yeah. I loved them. Hannah? I know that from photos, I love mm. Snow White don't actually remember loving Snow White oh. but apparently I was a huge fan um, little photos of me when I have no hair but I'm wearing oh. the Snow White dress Cute. love that love that didn't grow oh. any hair until I was four years old guys oh my, my grandma was she was like she always it's like every every time I see her she like touches my hair and she's like oh I'm so glad that you're not old so. <laughs> like yeah, thank you um, but I always remember the um, weird like what was the Mickey one where he was... Uh, Fantasia. 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 That was yes. my first memory. Oh, good. Do you know what's just come to me as a memory? What? To be fair, I also don't remember this, but it's my mum who told me this. Um, so I was brought up on cruise ships for like the beginning period of my life mm-hmm. because my parents both worked on them. And so you would rent all the movies, like all the Disney movies, um, from, from like the online cruise ship video library. And my mum... To be fair, I don't know if this is Disney, but of the same ilk, rented me Babe, Pig in the City. What? Oh. I've never heard of this. Because it's one about the pig called Babe. I oh, think the seen... live action one? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I only think I've seen Babe. I don't think I've seen the Pig in the City bit. Or the Maybe I one. made up the Pig in the City bit. But, but that is, <laughs> that's what I remember it being. Um, anyway, so then my mum puts the video on, goes to the bathroom to have a shower, comes out, I'm really young at this point. And she comes out and it is it is a babe movie, but it is not Babe Pig of the City. It is like <gasps> You're no, joking. Yeah, and they have put the wrong video. You're joking. They put on Babe Station. It was like, yeah, some sort of pornography. But I was so young that I obviously was just watching it not having a clue what was going on. And that's why you're gay. <laughs> that's why I'm gay, guys. <laughs> oh my God. My mum will probably be listening to this being like, no <laughs> it was me <laughs> no we love a very supportive mother and also i think she was so mortified in the moment I bet. but now what a good what story, a good story. Hell. oh my so gosh. basically it was fantasia and trauma that's what i remember from disney okay fantasia and porn <laughs> i love that you were like Probably. disney it's maybe not disney but it's of the same film <laughs> pornography <laughs> And oh camp villainesses, I'm gay. We're there. Yeah, yeah, we're there. We're back. <laughs> and it all makes sense. <laughs> um, okay, so my first memories were... We, we had these videos in Japan. And that was the only time I watched Disney films. Because we didn't have them in oh. the UK. So every time I would watch Disney, it was in Japan. Um, and I think I... I was re- I think I would have to leave the room whenever um, the evil queen in Snow White terrifying was the old woman was the old witch and she was like apple oh yes not oh, for really? you snow white that's yeah. a good impression that that's a cute impression. I, I, they're all in there they're why in do you think she was so scary i don't i think maybe it's because one of it was one of those films that i started watching when i was young yeah because it was one of the old ones 
it came out in like the 50s i'm not that old <laughs> you have amazing skin thank you it's all those like it's young retinol. <laughs> i was gonna say it's all those young little princesses that you've been killing and drinking their blood yeah. or something and that yeah. <laughs> i am now the witch um so yeah and then i was like in love with ariel oh my oh. gosh i know head over heels for ariel Kathy i know ariel. yes mm. oh not anymore oh. give it a few months yeah. <laughs> you'll be ariel again. yeah yeah um but yeah i just used to inhale them whenever i was in uh, whenever i was in japan and um they really like colored my childhood in a big way um and did you guys have any crushes uh simba Mm -hmm. big crush Mm -hmm. who else my friend always says how she really fancies scar and has always really fancied daddy issues and i'm like yes (laughs) my girl sexy like uncle issues (laughs) evil uncle jeremy irons classic jeremy irons what are you gonna do and any of the villains were you into any of them i feel like i'm into the villains now as a child terrified yeah i agree genuinely terrified i also just don't really remember being sexual about disney characters mulan's oh what's the oh one? my, oh my god. god so what's fit. his name i can't remember his name but he is so fit he's so fit i remember not understanding why make a man out of you was like I, we just would play it again and again and again and again and again and again. And then it became our theme and tune has for his... lambda yes it did yes it did it was like our hope and song. he's got his shirt off yeah, and it was just like that torso. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Incredible. Yeah. Okay. So first up, we have Cruella Deville. Oh my god! Who, for those who have listened to a previous episode, will know was based off the iconic fuck girl Tallulah Bankhead. Mm. Cruella Deville is the main antagonist of Disney's 1961 animated feature film 101 Dalmatians. She is an eccentric, fashion-obsessed heiress who desires nothing more than to skin 99 Dalmatian puppies in order to get her fur coat of dreams. Her nicknames are Witch and Devil Woman, and kind of rightly so. Cruella's infatuation with furs drives her to murderous insanity. It literally does. It does. You would never have a film or a storyline like that now. No. Well, I don't know. For a children's film. I mean, they just did the remake. They did, but she's not trying to. She's skin not so puppies. bad. She There's is no puppy skinning. So scary. Yeah. She is skeletally skinny, tall, with very sharp features and a raspy low voice from oh. all the cigarettes she inhales. It's so good. Yeah, it's brilliant. She wears toxic green eyeshadow and has an obsession with the black and white spotted aesthetic. She commits immoral acts to satisfy her mania, such as kidnapping and slaughter. She is mm. inarguably the most deranged out of all of the Disney yeah. villains. Oh, totally. Yeah. And when Glenn Close plays her as well. Oh terrifying. my God. So do you remember the cartoon or Glenn Close more? Both. I think I remember Glenn Close more. Yeah, I think I do as well. Both, but only because I had a cartoon video game. That I was oh, obsessed with. Really? Oh, wow. And I always remember really wanting a dog because I wanted my dog to look like me. Like all the dogs in the 101 Dalmatians. They look all like look them. like their owners. Yes. Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cute. And that's how they meet so in the park, cute. isn't it? Oh, yeah, you're right. Like in the beginning. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so Dodie Smith, the writer of the novel 101 Dalmatians, originally conceived the character as an evil parody of Bankhead. And wow. Yeah. An absolute speed monster in her red Rolls Royce, like Taluna B. She even has her own theme tune. Oh my gosh. Oh yes. Um, 
Cruella de Vil, Cruella de Vil. Okay, I've got a scene Please. for us to do. It is so I, I darling, darling, darling. <laughs> this is the first time we're introduced to Corella oh Deville. Oh my gosh! I remember this. Just to I give really you a taste of her derangement. Yes. <laughs> okay, who wants to be who? Go on, you be Corella. Okay. I thought you would want to be Cruella. I mean, obviously I want to be Cruella, <laughs> oh, but gosh. like, you can be Cruella. I can oh, be yeah. Cruella. Cruella. You can be Cruella. Please. Okay, I'll be Cruella. <laughs> but don't worry, we have two other scenes as well. So. <laughs> you do look like Anita, actually. Anita? Okay, I'll be Anita. Gosh, you do look like Anita. Yeah, you do look like Anita. Okay, boring, plain Jane. I know. <laughs> Anita can get Is it. Is okay? Yeah. Okay. Look, okay. If, I'm, if I was going to fancy anyone, it's it, would gonna be, be it would be Anita. Or one of the dogs. Or the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more like one of the dogs, actually. <laughs> Lights, camera, action. Anita, darling. How are you? Miserable as usual, perfectly wretched. Where are they? Where are they? For heaven's sake, where are they? Who, Cruella? The puppies! The puppies! No time for games. Where are the little brutes? It'll be at least three weeks. No rushing these things. Oh, Anita, you are such a wit. Here, doggy, here. Here, doggy. Isn't that a new fur coat? Oh, my only true love, darling. I live for furs. I worship furs. Is there a woman in this wretched world who doesn't? And to think, oh we nearly God. missed out on the performance of your oh, life. Because of fucking mere politeness. For, Is an Oscar? For your consideration, yes. <laughs> Hannah Goferman <laughs> as Corella de Pelle. Incredible. <laughs> Haven't worked in nearly a year. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh, God. Okay, oh guys, gosh. general thoughts on this mad Jeez. cat. That is the first thing that she says. The first thing that comes out of her mouth. God, I... I remember and she's frantically coming in the door, moving them out there, where the puppy... Darling. Yeah. yeah. And she's like going upstairs to find... The Pongo's like... The smoke is like wafting behind her, choking the the whole house. Oh my God. How incredible is the animation? Oh my God. So good. That is exactly the kind of first impression I want to make always. Same. I genuinely want to be that extra always and forever. Or invisible. Yes. I was going to say, I feel like it's, it's honestly, one day I'm like, I need to be Cruella de Deville, and the next day I'm like, I need to be... I need to be the yes. rock on the floor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be the rock. Dwayne the rock. <laughs> I know, I need to role play as her cigarette at yes. the end of her long thing. Oh my God. Like, yes, please. Quietly. To be fair, I would happily be Yeah, same. Nestle between those lips. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> She's she's kooky. She's cracked, right? She is totally cracked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's almost too cracked to the point of like, okay, well, you clearly have some mental health issues, so maybe we'll throw you a bone. Yes. Just not a bone that belongs to my dog. Yes. yes. Just not. Just not a live animal. Yeah. You know. My word. So next up, we have Maleficent. She is the main antagonist of Disney's 1959 animated feature film, Sleeping Beauty. Oh, yes! She is an incarnation of pure evil. Isn't she? And is responsible for all misfortune in King Stefan's kingdom. Guys, the reason behind Maleficent's evil streak in Sleeping Beauty? Tell us. 
Maleficent isn't invited to a baby shower, oh, yeah. and so she curses the goddamn baby. It's to be absolutely fair, iconic. That is that is actually the most unbelievable thing in Disney because yeah. who wants to go to a baby shower? Maleficent no. does, but but I think she just is like, how dare you? How dare you not invite me? Don't invite how me. dare you mug me off like that? Don't mug me off. Yeah. Don't invite me to the bloody baby shower. Yeah. I wanted the goodie bag at the end of the day yeah especially the royal one yeah so she curses baby aurora to die by pricking her finger on a spinning wheel spindle before the sun sets on her 16th day (laughs) just just to uh say again die that that would not occur that's harsh right in the normal disney film that's coming out yeah we were grappling with some hardcore stuff very hands christian anderson yeah reasonably terrifying Mm. yeah yeah, Maleficent is was really scary to me when I was a little Yeah, much. I mean, she still kind of is. Aurora is extremely wet as well, so this is like, she is the main character of that film, as yeah. far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah, totally. Tangled. And the fairies. Mile- isn't Tangled Sleeping Beauty? Oh, is, is that no, what we're talking about? Rapunzel. Rapunzel, yeah. Lord above. No, you're thinking <laughs> of Maleficent. You know, same vibe, though. Similar like, vibe. I was like, she's so fucking girl. nice in this one. Yeah. Her mum's like, I just love you a lot. Rapunzel <laughs> is really, is a, is a quite a wet character as well. Yeah. But not entangled. No. But she does know how to wield a saucepan. Oh no, no, I'm not talking about tangled. Oh, okay. You're talking about the OG. Oh yeah. Well, like all female fairy tale characters. Yeah. A bit wet. Hella yeah. wet. Just put them to sleep. Unlike Maleficent, just fucking put them to sleep. Not yeah. wet. Not she wet. She is a toweringly tall, horned menace. Her tall demeanor means she dwarfs the entire cast. She <laughs> is slender, with pale green, almost greyish skin, yes. with a narrow face, a prominent chin, and high-arching eyebrows. She's hauntingly beautiful and mm. icily elegant. Her yellow eyes are piercing and cat-like, framed by violet eyeshadow. She wears a black and purple cloak with a batwing-like collar, and both the horned headdress and batwing-like robe represent and foreshadow her dragon form. <gasps> Yes, Which is when course. she's her scariest. Oh my god, she is scary. She's terrifying. She carries a staff with a glowing green orb at the tip, which she uses to cast her evil spells. She also has a raven familiar called Diablo, who follows her and does her oh, evil bidding. I Diablo, want a raven familiar, the devil. I absolutely love Diablo as just a pet name. Yeah, yeah. That's yes, you could get a really cute kitten called Diablo. Also, a little pug called Diablo. <laughs> yeah, oh just my like God. so so unthreatening. Yeah, yeah like Diablo. an iguana. Yes. Yeah, I love them all. Yeah. I really do want a raven. Very but... Rapunzel of you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. She is soft-spoken, elegant, and well-mannered. But out of all the villainesses, she might just be the most evil. Yes. She's scary. She is so scary. And that theme tune that follows her. She's like the Jaws of Disney. Mm. It's like... And you hear the music before you see her. It's so scary. Actually, I think that one might be the scariest. Yeah, totally. As far as I can remember. Because also it's such a... Like, as far as my memory of... Sleeping Beauty is that it is a scary film. It is not a light watch. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a pleasant experience. No, no. No, I mean when when Aurora is like in the forest singing to the birds, that's all lovely. But it's it very goes, short-lived. It, yeah, turns dark. We ain't getting some absolutely cracking tunes like we are in Snow White. No, <laughs> oh, no, absolute bangers. bangers. Absolute bangers. Honestly. I must say, one of my favourite Disney bangers is from Sleeping Beauty. What what are the bangers? Um, I know you. I walked with you once upon a dream. Oh, that is a good one. Uh-huh. Yes, 
Yeah, is Shrek a bit of a Sleeping Beauty kind of parody sort of thing? Well, Sleeping Beauty is in Shrek and she just keeps falling asleep all the time. <laughs> She's an narcoleptic. Yeah, which is hilarious. <laughs> so good. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, okay, I don't have a scene for Maleficent because actually she's like too scary. She's scary, but you like you need to see it and you need to have the music mm, and all the that. eyes. Mm. Okay, so maybe I'll just also iconic that she was played by Angelina. Yes. Who so else? Iconic. Who else could? Okay, don't fret, poor unfortunate souls. We're getting to your favorite sea witch right after this. Poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored. I can't oh. wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. Ursula is the main antagonist of Disney's 1989 animated feature film, The Little Mermaid. She is a villainous octo woman with a heaving cleavage and a hearty cackle. Oh, it's genuinely heaving. Heaving, truly. Oh, hell. Like all the other villainesses, her voice is low and scraggly, like she'd been spoken too many snarf blats. <laughs> <laughs> Voluptuous, she has light lavender skin, a short white crop, and her body from the waist down is a pitch black with six girthy tentacles dotted with violet suckers. Her eyes are framed with aquamarine and grey eyeshadow. Her full mouth is painted in a hot red lipstick with painted talons to match. For jewellery, she wears purple shell earrings and a gold necklace that famously stores the voice of Ariel. Mm. I quite like the idea that um, her like sucky tentacle things mm. like the inspiration for those new vibe vibrators that are like the little clit sucky ones oh I, I love lovely. that someone just watched Little Mermaid and they were like wow that uh-huh. deserves to be on me I need to recreate that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so in the past Ursula was a resident of King Triton's palace before being banished and exiled by order of the king she oh, was gosh. super pissed at being banished she makes what I will say is, what I will say is, both this and Maleficent, these poor, poor women. There's a lot of kings doing them yeah, seriously this dirty. This is kings are doing them dirty. Exactly. Mm. So obviously she's going to make a play to steal the king's trident and be the queen she deserves to be. Obviously, let her be. According to John Musker, Ron Clements and Alan Menken, members of Disney Animation Studios' leading director teams, The Little Mermaid's Ursula was actually based on the legendary drag queen Divine, who also donned signature white hair, arched eyebrows, heavy purple eyeshadow and a bold red lip. Ugh, obsessed. I did actually know this and I think it's very interesting how much, how camp these villains are and how attributed to queerness villainy is throughout Disney. I watched an amazing, um, like short documentary on cartoons and how they because of the Hayes law coming yes, in yes. and not allowing anyone to like in quotation marks cross gender or like yeah, be yeah, queer yeah. or any of those things that in cartoons they started pushing these boundaries and having these very overt mm. um drag like mm. queer mm. you know this is where so many queer ste- stereotypes came from because you had to do so much queer signaling and mm. because yeah, you couldn't actually put it in yeah and it's just fascinating like these characters that kind of came out of it yeah that's, that's so, so interesting. fucking gay Oh, God, yeah. For kids' films. Haze is such a... I know. See you next Tuesday. We need yeah. to do a whole episode on this guy. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we really must. Okay, guys. Are you ready for your next scene? <gasps> oh, of course I am. Naturally. <laughs> okay, Hannah, will you play Ursula? Yes, I can't remember what Ursula sounds like. I just go like, low. So, yeah, like... 
come in, come yeah. in, my child. <laughs> like that. But and then obviously you're going to play Ariel. And Thank then you. Kath will be Flotsam and Jetsam just for the top of the scene. Okay. Okay, and they're like, this way. Oh, the creepy little the eels. eels. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lights, camera, action. This way. Come in. Come in, my child. You mustn't lurk in doorways. It's, it's rude. One might question your upbringing. Now then, you're here because you have this thing for this human, this, uh, prince fellow. Not that I blame you, he's quite a catch, isn't he? <laughs> well, Angelfish, the solution to your problem is simple. The only way to get what you want is to become a human yourself. Can you do that? My dear, sweet child, that's what I do. It's what I live for, to help unfortunate merfolk like yourself. Poor souls with no one else to turn to. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. So can Suck at me. <laughs> you literally, 100% this is where it came from. <laughs> she is... Incredible. Is that where the song then is? Poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> it's so, so good. It's so camp. It's, it's so camp. camp. Angelfish, come Angel. on. Angelfish. Oh, oh it's so and good. And also, like, it gives it a really lovely level to which you're like, of course, you're an outcast. Yes, and totally. Yes. It's, it's love. It like not lovely, but it, it it like tracks in a way which feels. Like, it makes more sense when you're an adult, and that's... It's so true. This like, is exactly it. Yeah. It makes it feel like, oh, maybe I didn't just waste my time pretending I wish I, wish I was a princess when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, and suddenly you're aligning yourselves with the baddies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, we're going to cut to Peru with Yzma, one of oh. my favourite Disney villains. She really is your favourite, isn't she? She's like, definitely up there. Yeah. She, I find her hilarious. Yes. Okay, so she is the main antagonist of Disney's 2000 animated feature film, The Emperor's New Groove. Wow. Oh, yeah. The first question that comes up when you type in, is Yzma into Google, is, is Yzma human? Which I think oh my is, God. sums her up perfectly. Do you know what? That's so true, though, because she is this almost like ethereal bird cross human cross, cross dinosaur dinosaur yeah. yeah yeah okay so she was voiced by eartha kit who again has a low raspy voice yes oh a great voice so good yzma has black hair enormous bug-like eyes heavily lidded in a dark purple eyeshadow a severely angular face a tiny upturned nose thin arched eyebrows long spider leg lashes and a tiny skinny frame mm. despite her twig like body and undetermined age she is surprisingly agile and spry oh, yes. she really is. She really is. she's climbing up them walls she's high jumping <laughs> over castle walls yeah and we love that for her. love it <laughs> Yzma was the former advisor to the emperor but after being fired from her long standing oh position gosh. Yzma becomes obsessed with killing the emperor and becoming empress and so also learning parkour yeah. exactly. <laughs> parkour parkour <laughs> She makes numerous attempts to do so with the aid of her dim-witted sidekick, Kronk. Honestly, protect Kronk at all costs. I adore Kronk. I would ride or die for Kronk. Would Truly. you? I, I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> Thanks. 
Thanks, question mark. I can't remember it. And I don't know if I've even seen okay, it. You have to watch it. I will, I will, so I will. Good. She has an, an arsenal of madcap potions. Oh, yes, of course. Same. Yes. yes. You are. She's a witch. <laughs> you think you're Ariel, but you're actually Yzma. Parkour. <laughs> and I am Kronk. <laughs> Happily. Okay, so shades of purple in the Emperor's New Groove are almost exclusively reserved for Yzma and her world. Yes. Yzma's design is also inspired by Cruella de Vil, who boasts similarly yes. angular hips and shoulders. Yes. Okay, for our third and final scene of this podcast, we have a few roles to fill. Okay. Oh, wonderful. So nice to all be in a scene together. I know, isn't, isn't it, it just? <laughs> okay, so we've got Yzma, Peasant, Cusco. Who would you like to be? I maybe be the peasant, and this isn't <laughs> this isn't me being like, oh, poor peasant. But I just don't think I have any reference for any of the other characters. Yeah, and you do have reference towards being a peasant. Being a peasant. So. Yeah, yeah, know it well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, do you want to be Cusco? Can I please be Isma? Yes, of course. I'd never deny that. Okay, so Cusco, just for context, is the narrator in this situation. Okay, he is also American. Oh wait, can I ask quickly? Is this the first time you ever meet Isma? This is the first time we ever meet Isma. Oh my god. And just for the listener's knowledge, Cusco is narrating over the scene as it goes. Mm-hmm. Lights, camera, action. And why have you come here today? Well, your highness, I mean, your grace. Okay, gang, check out this piece of work. This is Isma, the emperor's advisor, living proof that dinosaurs once roamed the earth. And let's not forget Isma's right-hand man. Every decade or so, she gets a new one, and this year's model is called Kronk. It is no concern of mine whether your family has... What was it again? Um, food. Ha! You really should have thought of that before you became peasants! <laughs> We're through here. Take him away! Next! <laughs> again! Mad! Absolutely batshit! <laughs> Love it, I actually love it. If I can, if someone, when I'm like 80 years old, just like looks at me and goes, fucking batshit. Yeah. I would yeah. be like, I've won. I've, I've won. won. You want to be a bit mad? Yeah. Oh, mad as I have a box of frogs. And I think after eight years roaming this earth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, yeah. maybe not the, not the mean to peasant thing, but actually, well, yes. you never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Age isn't kind to everyone. <laughs> There are, uh, to be honest, I have plenty of people to be mean to before peasants. Tories, most men, um, homophobes, racist, bigots, you know. I'm going to stick to them. There's a big list. We can work with that. We can work with that. We can just turn full easement on them. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the reason why I was inspired to do this episode was because I went and saw Moulin Rouge at the Vaults Festival. Yes, you did. And one of the drag queens was... I said that they were inspired by Yzma and so great uh, we were messaging after the sh- after the show and um yeah they said that and I was just like it makes so much sense yes it's so calm it's so calm yep um okay we've got to do some honorable mentions before we oh, get to the next absolutely. bit so evil stepmother lady tremaine evil yes. queen and snow white mother gothel queen of hearts mother oh gothel. my god what's mother gothel from Rapunzel. mother knows best so fucking terrifying terrifying, terrifying. terrifying. but also, like but kind of, of hot c- close to home and queen of hearts <laughs> no. also so calm basically a drag yeah. queen off with their heads terrifying terrifying really really calm lady tremaine from from Cinderella, the evil stepmother. 
Oh. But played by when played by Kate Blanchett. Fit. Again, all these icons. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I want to talk to you both about this biggest fuck girl, one that trumps oh. Ursula, Maleficent, Yzma, and Coella. Ooh. Right after this, we've had skinning, cursing, vocal cord stealing, and poisoning. Just like classic Monday. Yeah, that's just a usual weekend. Mm. Yeah, but you know, I think there's one fuck girl that trumps them all. Oh, and that is Dame Disney herself. Oh my gosh. Now. Obviously, I'm not here to shatter your childhood dreams, but I am here to bring your awareness to some of the problems Disney poses. And this one in particular is not spoken about as much as it should be. In the Odyssey Online article, Brittany Elamparo talks about how Disney appears to constantly equate gender ambiguity with evil, mm-hmm. from the villainess's mm-hmm. low voices to their classically masculine facial features. Britney brings our attention to the use of the colour purple. Yes. yes. A colour which every single Disney villainess I have just spoken about, apart from Cruella and the Queen of Hearts, wears. Yeah. Even when you think about Meg in Hercules, mm-hmm. her dress is purple, and if you think about it, she isn't your classic Disney princess or heroine. She deviates from the norm because she's not pure of heart. She has an agenda beyond coupling up with a mm. prince because she's actually in cahoots with Hades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Britney goes on to say that Could purple in itself, not quite only a girl or a boy colour, literally a combination of pink and blue, Mm. be illustrative of both gender nonconformity and, in Disney's depiction, evil? Mm. Curiously, very few of the Disney princesses incorporate the colour purple into their appearances. The exception to the makeup rule is the Queen of Hearts, whose lack of heavy makeup also emphasizes her masculinity. Mm. However, the same effects are achieved because she doesn't display traditional feminine features or beauty, we are subtly conditioned to associate her with evil. Unlike those who criticize gender cliches with visual satire, Disney is only encouraging them. True women are youthful and beautiful and naturally so. Mm. Now, if you think about the male Disney villains, Hades, Jafar, Governor Ratcliffe, Scar, Shan Yu, what do they all have in common? You guessed it. Deviance from gender norms. Mm. With with the majority of Disney villains, this means physically appearing somewhat feminine. Yeah. So Jafar, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, he's like, I always Jafar remember being the... like, you're so pretty. Yeah. Like, I'm scared, but I've... Actually, yeah. I think probably he would have been one of the people I would have fancied mm. because effeminate... Yeah, and the only character in that film that is male presenting who wears a dress. Yeah. That's so true. Long yeah. hair, dresses, mm-hmm. the things that they, yeah. Hades from Hercules is a caricature of the flaming gay man archetype. Oh, gosh. And in, adash- in addition to his sassy sense of humour and conventionally effeminate mannerisms, Hades also possesses darker coloured eyelids and lips reminiscent of eyeshadow and lipstick. Yes. When compared to the heroes, the princes, the good guys, have little to no lip colour. And if they do have lip colour, it is almost always restricted to just the upper lip in order to retain masculinity. Mm. And, as we all know, the main goal of many Disney princesses seems to be to meet her Prince Charming and live happily ever after with him. And the gender non-compliant villains always threaten this dream with their evil agendas, which is why we love them. Yes. yes. <laughs> Honestly, if all the princesses... Also, all the princesses and the princess are so, like, wet. Yeah. Mm. They all just need to hang out with each other a little bit more and become a bit more fruity and become a bit more fun. Yeah. 
I mean, really, <clears throat> the villains are just trying to protect the princesses from fuckboys. They really are. Yes. Okay, and if you actually look at the backstories of these Disney villains, as we've kind of discussed before, you take Ursula, Yzma, and Maleficent, they are all people who have been shunned by powerful men. Mm-hmm. King Triton to Ursula, Emperor Cusco to Yzma, and King Stefan to Maleficent. Mm. And at the end of the day, all they really want is their power back. And you know, Cruella's just on the sides getting dead puppies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cruella is just, just, just total. She is the exception. Fashion not is the important. Role. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So really, I think we can learn a lot from these villainesses. Mm. Certainly, they're more fun, fabulous, and free than those brainwashed princesses. Mm. And you know what? Purple is the colour of royalty. So fuck Prince Charming and go be a queen. Yes! yes. Oh, oh my god, so well good. Done. And there we go. Any last thoughts, feelings, emotions? It just, it tracks so much, doesn't it? It's, yeah. It really does. And it's so hard, I think it's hard, must have been hard for those creators because they had such limitations based on what they could do. Yeah. But also the amount of, queer people who were existing in that industry yeah. just were stifled absolutely I mean it's, it's the same thing as you know like a lot of um, queer men found themselves looking at all these these uh, women these very camp women like um, Judy Garland and yeah. you know that whole time period as and icons, like, yeah. yeah and they're like that's me that's me in this yeah. story mm-hmm. tough to see yourself as a villain but thank god they're all so bloody glamorous otherwise it would be really yeah. insult to injury yeah and I mean look Non-binary people, they're still always aliens. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe like the last couple of years, it's changed, but it's it's yeah. still there. It's still a thing. Mixed race people always yeah, aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's just a thing. Okay, shag, marry, kill. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Cruella, Queen of Hearts, Isma. Maybe like marry Isma for the bands. Mm-hmm. Kill Queen of Hearts. Yeah, and shag Cruella. Definitely, yeah. that's the right way. It's around. the it's the only thing you can do. Okay, Hannah. Shag, Mary kill. Lady Tremaine, aka evil stepmother. Maleficent. Ursula. Oh, so good. Do I get them in all three forms of the live action? No, just the animation. Oh, that's such a shame. I was getting Angelina Kate Blanchett and... Who's playing Ursula? Melissa McCarthy. Oh my oh god, my what gosh. a wonderful combination of Shag, Mary Void. Okay, Incredible. in the original... Um, I'm going to... I think I'd probably marry Ursula. Yeah. I think I'd fuck Maleficent and I'd kill Lady Tremaine. Because Lady Tremaine is not actually bringing anything no. to the table. Absolutely. No, 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 no. She's just really boring. Yeah. yeah. Boring and mean. I also think that um, Ursula is nice. I actually think She's Ursula's really nice. She's really nice to her eels. Yeah. I agree. And like, also, okay, you, if you had an argument, she'd steal your voice. But of course. <laughs> like, you, work it out. You can't actually work it out because no, she's can't. got your voice. <laughs> you figure it out. What I will say is, imagine the sex life with her being able to shapeshift like that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and those suckers. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean shapeshift? She, when she transforms. Oh my god, when she turns into Vanessa. I know. Oh, it's also so oh my god, you'd have god. so much fun and role playing. Tell oh. me that Vanessa does not want to fuck Ariel. She did not she believe truly does. Sorry, Eric. Who? Eric remembers Eric. Eric. The sexual tension between Vanessa, Vanessa and, Ariel. and Ariel. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, she's so hot. I know. There is definitely a porno that is that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen it. I'm <laughs> Oh, have I? <laughs> no, I haven't. But if you guys have a link, send it over. Yeah, if there's a <laughs> story on Dipsy. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> okay, and here ends the episode on Disney villainesses. I hope you enjoyed. Well done, Hanako. Thank you for your beautiful voices. Oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, Kath, I hear you have a listener story for us. I do. Really? I really like the ending. So, I met this girl online. We're making plans to meet up. I let her know that my only plan that week was to see a movie on Wednesday, but other than that, they were free. And she says Wednesday sounds good. So we go to a restaurant and I excuse myself to go to the movie because it's starting soon. She says, I'll come with her, with you. I warn her the movie is very weird and that I hadn't seen it before, so I don't actually know how weird it is. And she's like, that's fine. The movie was Swiss Army Man. If you oh haven't my gosh, seen yes, it, it's weird. It's incredible. But you either love it or hate it. The gist of it is Daniel Radcliffe plays a corpse with magical farting powers and it's very, very weird. We leave the movie and she's kind of silent and awkward. I walk her to the car and ask her for her number so we can do it again sometime. She obliges. As I add it to my phone, I, th- I thought I might miss here a number, but I didn't ask for a correction. I texted her when I got home, no response. A day later, I texted again, did I get the right number? Because of the earlier confusion, she responds, you did. And nothing (gasps) else. (laughs) That is so good. She didn't make the movie. I know, savage. You can definitely do better. Yeah, you can do better. I will come and see that movie with you. I love that though, you did. (laughs) So savage. How to to dump a person in two words. Right. You did. for all our resources are in the show notes please do check them out next week we're going from the devils of disney to the skyscrapers of singapore for the film crazy rich agents and we have a very special interview with sanoya mizuno who plays araminta in the film yes and in the meantime you can help us by rating us and following the f-boy podcast wherever you're listening please so if you have your very own fuckboy story, or fuck girl, or fuck folk, don't be shy. Be sure to send them in at our submissions on our website, www.fboypodcast.com. We would love to hear from you. Yes, slide into our DMs. Slide on in, baby. Yes, and you can find even more fuckboyery on Instagram and Twitter at fboypodcast. And so a much. special thank you to our brilliant producers at Audio thank you. Studios. So watch out, Nick, Eleanor, and Sonoya. We're, We're coming, coming for you. you. <laughs> Yeah.